what is going on, my people, my people, my people. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Man, this is Monday, Monday. Say it again one more time. Man, this is Monday, Monday. Yo, we are back. We are excited. I'm Richard Cade. I'm your host for Monday, Monday. The podcast for men dealing with men issues, uh, situations, and things that men face. Brought to you by the men of the Man Project and friends, actually. Um, this is going to be a amazing year. Things have just, we've just been busy, man. Um, I think the last two, four episodes, I'd be saying, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And things just keep happening, keep happening. But um, the show must go on. We are going to make sure, I'm going to make sure as well, that we allow a safe space for me and I think. Um, so we have a lot of topics coming up. Actually, there is a Q&A that we have listed on our Spotify page. So guys, go to there, check it out, answer the questions. What topics would you like us to hint on for the first few episodes? Because um, we're always about understanding and reaching the masses. Same thing I think I told our group a few weeks, months ago. I said, you know, I could talk to them blue in the face. I could talk until I am literally blue in the face. I said, but unless I want to know what you are feeling, what are you thinking, then I can be more effective. And I think that's the same thing when we deal with youth and community. We have to understand where they are at that time. Um, we have to always be able to reach people uh, where they are and how to bring them out of whatever situation they may be in, which kind of brought uh, the topic that's going on today. I'm dealing with trauma and men. Um, I think one of the things that we run from is that as men, we say, well, man, hey, just deal with it. You're a man, suck it up. Things happen. They just be like, hey, deal with it, grow up. Um, I honestly was that type of man for years. Um, I would see through the situations, uh, maybe no fault of their own. I'd be like, man, dude, get up. You, you straight. You know what I'm saying? Um, even to my kids, I was I was an old school, old school dad. Uh, my, I think my, my 18 and 17 year old can attest to that. That back when uh, I first became a dad, um, let's say maybe up to them when they was like maybe eight or nine. I was just hard on them. Um, hey, get up, you know. Um, just just basically like listen, you're a man, you need to deal with it, keep going, stop whining. Um, and that's just how it was, cause that's how my dad, you know, he was around would tell me. Basically say, Hey, get up, you know, get up little soldier. <laughs> Brush your clothes off and keep going. Um, and to an extent, I do that now. Um, but I think a society um, that I don't mean this in the wrong way. Don't come for me and try to call me all these kind of things. But I think society has us nurturing more and longer um, to youth. Um, but I honestly think that it could be a good thing and a bad thing. Because I think the good thing is that 
Uh, we used to say, hey, when you're 18, you got to move out of here. You got to do something. But you know what? They still fragile at 18. They still fragile at 19. They still fragile here at 22, 24. You know? Um, so pushing an 18 year old out the door, saying you got to do something with your life. I understand you need to do something. You know, but but if you're going to be under my roof, just be respectful. Now, if you just downright not listening and you think you're grown, then hey, I got to show you some tough love. But if you got a kid that's doing good, they might not know where they want to go in their life. They may not understand uh, where they are in their life. Because they don't. They, they honestly don't. I, I have a daughter now. She's a freshman in college now, going on her second semester. I'm the proudest dad in the y'all could ever. You know, but I've had to look at the things that she's done. I said, man, I've been where you are. I've experienced what you're experiencing. Um, and so all I can do is help guide you. I'm not going to just say, oh, you're grown, you got it now. Because that's what we do sometimes, honestly. Um, and I've seen, I've seen a couple of my fellas do it, you know. Um, but I think we just have to nurture it a different way. Um, and that, that kind of folds me into trauma on how men um, deal with issues, whether they was raised a certain way or even they, you know, might have experienced some trauma in their adulthood or in our adulthood. I'm going to say men because I'm a man and I personally have dealt with a lot of things on the trauma side that I'm still trying to heal from or still dealing with at this present moment. Um, so I think we have to realize, understand it's not that we're changing the approach. It's that we are, I think we're adding elements to understand the approach better. Because same way I used to think about homelessness. I would say, man, they don't want to get a job. They don't do this. But then as you do dig researching, look, they may have a mental issue. They may have a handicap that they didn't want to you know, get done the proper way because they might have been receiving funds and then they might have misused the funds while they were in the situation, disability, whatever the case is, and getting the money without even paying attention. And they end up losing anything. Then they might have had a habit they had come to them that were broke, a habit they were not able to let go. All those things play a factor. So I think it's more so understanding that chapter that you turn the page on. And I told somebody maybe a few weeks ago, and I said, man, we're all on this journey. We're just at different time lapse on the road. That's it. Some is at, you know, seven years and 15 seconds. Some people's at 35 and 14 seconds. But you know what? We may be on that same lap together, just at different times in our lives. So I think it's how we need to approach it uh, when we're dealing with trauma. And just the definition just in character um, just so we can have that mindset because people say okay well trauma this or trauma that but there's just the definition of it we'll expound and, 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 and go in detail on it but the definition is a deep distression distressing meaning that um, anything that stresses you you're distressing but it's still affecting you so it might not be happening to you right there at that moment but it's hard to process because it's still a part of you. It's not pressing you at a particular moment, but it's still oppressing you, whether it be mentally or physically or socially, sexually, anything, or a disturbing an experience. The experience could be so many things. Um, 
it's hard to expound on, you know, what type of trauma are you dealing with? What type of trauma are you experiencing? So that's the basis of what trauma is. Now, the role of uh, male uh, I think I may be saying it wrong, but it's A-L-E-X-I-T-H-Y-M-I-A. Alexithemia. Okay. Listen to this. Alexithemia. I'm going to call it Alexithemia. Look, I ain't. <laughs> that's what I'm calling it. Yeah. Look, that's what that's what we about to call this. All right. Alexithemia is a term used to describe the restriction or emotional expression caused by socialization so that basically meaning that you are um, detaching yourself or restricting yourself emotionally to express yourself to a person or things or society or individual now there is a difference between being a what is an introvert where you're not social and trauma um we didn't understand that sometimes an introvert, sometimes as myself, I love doing stuff for the community. I love doing stuff for 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 um for young men, you know, to, to help our young men become better adult men as myself, um, find purpose and passion in our lives. But I don't like going out all the time like that. Like I don't like I love pool, I love um socially in that way, but if I need to go network if I need to go do, I do not like it. And I think, honestly, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I think because I've been doing it literally since I was maybe 15, 16. I'm not going to say I'm burnt out from it, but I I try to approach it differently, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm going to say that's one of my traumas, that I just do not like being around a lot of people all the time. I love doing for people. I love helping. But I do not like being around people. That many people, I'm going to say that. Um, I try to go to a few neighbors. And, and, and I forgot her name. This is, uh, I think, Wiggins. Leah Wiggins. She's, she's here in the city of Birmingham. She does a lot of stuff. And I told her that years ago, before pandemic, I said, Mr. Richard, I love what you're doing. Papa. Hey, come to this event. I said, I don't like people. <laughs> I said, <laughs> she said, what? She said, Mr. Richard, you guys, I do not like people. I do, but I don't because, you know, and what I, but what I've had to adapt to, and this is trauma. Think about it. Trauma, it doesn't have to be so severe to the point where, you know, you're not able to um, get things taken care of uh, properly. Um, thing about it is that um, we have to learn to accommodate, or I don't want to say accommodate, we need to learn to be able to um, uh, adapt to things to our comfort level. We need to be able to understand that okay, you know what, if you really like to do this, then hey, then need to be able to say hey you know what um 
I might not need to do this or I might not want to do this, but if I'm going to benefit from it, then, hey, then I'm going to do it. Um, So, you know, those things we need to learn to adapt to, learn to change to. Now, the types of trauma uh, men I've known are more likely to experience um, combat trauma, you know, physical assaults, violence, domestic situations more than women. And when I say domestic situations, I don't mean a relationship with boys and girls. When I say domestic, I mean as far as growing up with a lifestyle um, that you have to be combative your emotional issues, like dealing with a man, you know, uh, working like man, I, you know, this expectations that sh- the, the stress and trauma that that well, I don't want to say trauma, the stress that that's brought about you as growing up to be a young man, because there's much stress on men. Because you're labeled as to be a provider off the top. And even though that's how society is, that's how we should be as men, that can be stressful to um, to, to men. And so those type of things, um, we have to be able to uh, make sure that um, we can adapt to that. You know, um, although, you know, women does experience, you know, childhood abuse and those type of things that, um, and it's estimated that women, I think I forgot the number, I would say between 8 29% of men experience those same things. Like up to 29% of men face sexual abuse, um, sexual assault, um, battery, Abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse as a young man growing up. So those same traumas that women are facing, men do the same thing. But we're taught to, hey, hush up, soldier. Be quiet. Hush your mouth. You can't, you you, you need to be able to uh, get through that, bro. Uh, that's those type of things that we have to be able to, you know, get rid of. Um... And, and be able to, to channel through because we're supposed to be the ones that, hey, get this, get it done, do what you need to do. <clears throat> so, um, one thing that who causes the trauma. Now, men are more likely to be harmed by enemies or people they don't know. Um, as far as physical encounters, um, emotional encounters, I would say between 5 to 15% will be a relationship trauma, if I can't remember the numbers off the top of my head. Um, that can cause trust issues in a relationship as they get older, as men find it difficult to believe in their own ability to determine their own wealth. I mean, not their own wealth, their own worth, who they can trust. All those things growing up, that's why a lot of times um, you have men... Be being, being promiscuous, or you may have alcoholism, or you may be addicted to drugs because they've tried to cover it and combat and, and, and silence those harmful things that's going on for so long. Um, and that's what we, you know, prone to do. It's just basically um, cover it up, silence it up. Hey, you can't, you can't do this. You're not supposed to do that. You're not, you're not, you're not in a position where you need to be doing this type of thing. So we have to be able to uh, channel ourselves through that. 
And one thing that, that hurts us, another type of trauma, is the view of self. The view of self, I think, is the, one of the most um, indescribable. I'm not going to say undescribable, but indescribable, meaning that um, indescribable things that we go through. Because even when we try to validate things that we're doing, things that we know we need to do, things that we know we should do, there are people who are going to doubt us. And that is a trauma because it's like, well, man, I'm doing all the best I can. No, I might not be making enough money. No, I might not be able to um, satisfy you financially or sexually because I make. And that's another thing it does. Sometimes if, if, if men are not able to do things sexually, it's, sometimes it's stress. Sometimes it's just stress. Um, and then what we do, then resort to drinking, resort to smoking. And those things affect us sexually. Whether you think so or not, fellas, it affects us sexually. So the thing about viewing ourselves is that uh, men are less likely to view themselves negatively after a traumatic event. Um, I wrote this down. This may be one way gender and socialization actually helps men cope with it. Now, that I kind of disagree with. I found that little statement somewhere about view of self because um, men, I'm not going to say men does not have low self-esteem, but I think men tend to take their uh, view of self and channel things around it to, I'm not going to say take the place of, but to feel themselves justified in something they want to do. Like, if I feel like, man, I ain't making enough money for this chick. So let me go sell dope. Not saying everybody will. Not saying that. But look, I'm going to go sell. Okay, well, I'm not going to sell. Then I'm going to pick up a second job. Boom. That's more stress, less sleep, less rest, um, less available. That's another issue that's going to bring up more stress. Um, so those things are just factors. We're just exploring the side effects and the cause of trauma. And I'm not really coming up with really a solution on this on this on this podcast this issue, but I just wanted to explore. I do have some notes that I wrote down that we can or what we can do to help ease think of trauma. Uh, but I'm not a licensed therapist, um, but I think I've been through enough things in my life that I've had trauma. Like I said, that I'm dealing with that I know how as a young man, as men, I'm why I'm saying I'm young. I'm 43, but I guess I'm still young. But how us as men can maneuver through those things in our life. So, therefore, I believe that um, the role, there's another point I have, the role of fear that we have is not so much the, the, um, the approach of fear, because uh, I'm like most people. Um, if something I think is hard to achieve, I will try my best to achieve that. And I think that's just come the, the, the hunger in me to say that nobody can let nobody. I'm not going to let this get the best of me. Uh, whether it be, a, 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 you know, be doing a maintenance job. And I'm not going to let this job get the best of me. Or I'm not going to sit here and let my kid think I'm not a good dad. Or, let my, um, you know, let them don't think I don't care about them. Or any of that kind of stuff. Um, I would not be defeated. Um, I would not also not be defeated by what um, people will portray themselves to think about me. Because not that it doesn't matter, but if I know exactly who I am and what I am, I'm not going to sit here 
and let you think this thing about me. I can't stop it if you want to think it, but I'm going to make sure my actions line up with who I portray myself to be. So those are things we have to understand that as men, even though we cannot change what people think about us, sometimes they will go back years, days, months, and say, I remember when you did this. I remember when you did that. That's fine, well, good and dandy. But I'm not going to let that define who I am as a person. Don't let that define you as you are as a man, right? Um, one thing that men do deal with is struggle more of disclosing their trauma due to gender expectations. And I think that holds in a lot of issues we have as young men. I don't know why I keep saying young, but us as men um, dealing with trauma that we not expected to have certain feelings or emotions. If you say something, well, you can't say this or you can't feel it because you're a man. Years ago, I'm going to tell you, fellas, I honestly felt the same way. Man, why you sitting there? Quit whining. Man, she don't want you no more. Bro, bounce to the next. That song, Usher. You don't have to call. <laughs> it's okay, girl. I can't sing, but here we go. But I'ma be alright tonight. Man, that used to be my jam. I said, you know what? I ain't heard about it. But then, next thing you know, I'm like the other song Usher made. You gotta, you gotta bad. <laughs> but I, I say I like to say this, fellas. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's that um, one thing we cannot do. One thing I do not want us to do is do not play victim. Um, we are, we we are, we are um, sometimes manipulated when we do disclose things that are bothering us. And don't look at that as a victim. Look at that. Look at that as a way to win what's bothering you. I don't want to say the word. Um, Beat, um, be in control to protect yourselves, um, or be in control so you can feel like you're powering something, but be able to handle what's bothering you effectively and know that whatever conflict you, whatever conflict you have, what experience you may have. That don't let that shame you. Don't let it look like you're down, like something's wrong with you. You've been abused as a kid, as a child. You know, use that to know that, you know what, somebody had an issue with them, but I am not what I've been through. I am what I'm going to. And that should be your key word. I am not what I've been through. I am where I am going to. Because we cannot understand where we're going to go unless we admit and accept where we've been. We cannot. I said the same thing. I said this on a few few days ago, I think, on social media. I said, a new calendar. And they owe you. Matter of fact, I said at church this morning. A new calendar. And they owe you. Equals what? The same owe you. You're not going to grow. You're not going to move forward if you cannot understand to get better you're going to have to grow to grow you're going to have to change the change you're going to have to enable yourself to understand that everything that happened was not your fault 
you didn't make the person doing the thing what they did to you. You was five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You were just learning your living your life. You didn't know what was going on there. So if somebody did something to you, you feel shameful about it. It's okay to feel bad about it, but man to man, man, don't let that eat you up. You know, let's work through this thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and one thing, one of the hardest things sometimes you go through is when you have you know, issues with intimacy and sex. That's one of the biggest things that a woman will leave you for. They can say what they want to say. You may have some there. I'm not going to say every single, but some will and some don't. But the messages, you know, men get about sex and male sexuality is already problematic anyway about performing. Are you good enough? Can you do this enough? Et cetera, et cetera. But uh, when you have sexual abuse, that, that what that does is that, that further confuses us as a man, you know, what a healthy relationship is supposed to look like. Because we think we're supposed to hurry up, get the nut off, and, 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 and go. Because that was brought to us when we were maybe 11, 12, or 13. Then, boom, by the time you're 18, 19, 20, oh, this is how it's going. This is how it's supposed to be. You don't supposed to have no attachment to it. You don't supposed to have no relationship to it. You just get it. Get it how you go and get, get on. That's trauma. But through that, it's always about, you know, what I've learned about sexuality over the years. Sexuality is about appreciating the the understanding and the nurturing of a body from one person to the other. It's not just about the the intercourse part. See, you can be I, I, you could be sexual and intimate with a person, with a woman, and not even have intercourse with her. That's the beauty thing. Now you make it riled up. Y'all gotta handle business. It is what it is. But for the most part, fellas. Try, I say, try to hold out. This, this is a tip for the new year. This one free. I'm gonna give y'all this one free, fellas. Hold out with a woman. Give her kisses. I mean, from the, from the ankles to the back of the neck. I'm talking about for each and every inch. Get you some some syrup, man. Get you some. Yeah, I said syrup. Get you some syrup. Get you some ice. You know, put it from anywhere from her ankles. If your feet, man, do the feet. But what I'm saying is, from the ankles to the back of the woman's neck. Do as much as you can to get her turned on intimacy. I'm just getting, this is just a tip. This is just a tip, just to, you know, because sometimes the, the, you take your time, that'll, that'll help you out. It is what it is, whatever. But what I'm saying, fellas, I don't even know how I got on this part. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going to just let it roll with it. Man, you know, if, if you feel like you need to be appreciated, you know, in a sexual manner with a woman, please her first. Okay, take care of her first, right? Like I said, from the ankles to the back to the back of the neck, every single inch, whether it be how many inches, some people would maybe between five and a half, well, four and a half feet to five and a half feet. However tall she is, from the ankle all the way to the neck, every inch. But do not try to have intercourse with her. Let her make the move. All right, see how that goes. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't get a sexual doc back on. I didn't get Mr. I forgot his name. But anyway, um, but what do we do is that when we don't, when we have issues sexually, what we do is that um, we struggle with our emotional closeness in relationships. 
because we feel we can't be compatible with um, that mate that we're going to be with when we're trying to be um, have relations with that person. Um, so we're not always going to jump to sex with that person because we feel emptiness. And what and what's that going to do? We say, well, maybe I need to find as many women out here I can please. Again, that's what trauma. Um, last two things um, is, is anger. When you have trauma, fellas, sometimes we have anger. Um, that was one thing that I've dealt with in years past was anger because what I would do is that was the easiest way for me to express something that I was feeling. I would get angry. I remember um, early off in my marriage when I first got married, when I was living by myself for let's see, you know, about five, five and a half, six years before I got married. So I've been myself as a bachelor, whatever, for six some years. When I say bachelor, meaning I wasn't legally married. I, mean, I had a girlfriend, but you know what I'm saying. So anyway, so instead of me communicating, I would get angry. Why? Because that was trauma. Because I was not ready to face the fact that I was settling down. I thought about my dad who had been single for so long. I'm thinking about all these fellas under for so long. And there again, you're affected by outer circumstance. You're, you're affected by outer situations, but dealing with your situation the way you think that somebody else will, but you don't even know what they're going through. So that's another trauma that men do is, is that we have this anger thing that we think, oh man, you treat me like these other dudes, or you treat me like so-and-so, et cetera, et cetera. So we often anger, I'm sorry, often is anger masked for other emotions that we have difficulty expressing. I mean, front up, front up, front up. Like, like we sadness, frustration, fear, and anxiety. Instead of admitting all those things out, we're doing that to mask it. And I'm going to tell y'all ladies why. If a lady listening, this is why. Because when we do, when we do let these emotions out that were sad, frustrated, anxiety, depressed, y'all use it against us. Like every single time I turn around. That's not the story. But the point is, is that fellas found something, an outlet, um, something that would get your mind away from that frustration and anger. If you need to go to another room while while you and her may be bickering or with your spouse, if y'all go into that frustration, then the point thing I would say is just get away from that situation. Defuse that situation by leaving. Like for real. Um, And that expression of anger can be explosive or even come to being abusive. And that's unfortunate that um, us as men, the first thing we do when we shout, yell, it may be from a place of anger, maybe a place of frustration, but then we're going to be labeled as abusive. And that is abuse. Do not yell, do not scream at no woman, do not hit no woman. That's why I say if you need to, go into another room, lock the door, be like, look, I ain't got nothing to do. I'm not finna sit here and because the police come, the first thing I'm going to do is blame the man. It's always the man's fault. Always the man's fault. I don't care what happens. They're gonna say it's the man's fault. Okay. Um men healing from traumatic event 
often help in identifying the emotions behind our anger. These are notes I have a couple notes I wrote down. So um the only way we can heal and to get through it is we need to identify what is triggering triggering us. And that's a that's a good word for it, triggering. Cause a lot of things, you know, relationships, we get up mad, the woman, man, what did you what you tripping for? Man, I don't want to hear that. You know what I'm mad about. Maybe she don't, fellas. Inside to tell her, look, this is bothering me. I'm triggered by you saying this to me because I know you told this to one of your exes or you told this to somebody on a post on social media. And yeah, that's petty as hell comparing what, what your lady said to somebody on social media, unless she may be flirting. But other than that, look, let it go. You know, y'all didn't have a conversation about, you know, your limitations on social media, all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, something's bothering you, let them know. Because that way, if they do it again, and they're repeatedly doing it again, boom. You know what they're doing? They are purposely trying to get you upset. Purposely. Like, for real. So, even though that trauma may be bothering you, uh, that woman or that spouse you're with should be willing to change things that they say, things that they do, to help you get through it. They're not going to manipulate and say, well, this is the way I feel. Well, if I'm not giving you a particular reason why you think it's okay for you to... Now, if my actions don't line up with what I'm asking you to do, then we need to check our relationship. I need to check my actions. I need to check the thing that's going on. But if I'm doing everything in line with what I'm asking you to do, please respect my boundaries. Please respect what I'm doing and what I'm asking of you. But if you're not, fellas, if you're not giving her your undivided... And not giving her reason to doubt. Don't blame her on trauma. Make up the choice. If you're going to ask them to respect you, then it goes both ways. You can't tell me that you don't want her to be out late with her girls, but you then coming into the club 2, 3, 4 in the morning. Like, girl, you know what I was doing. You turn around, she want to go chill out now. You mad at her. But then, bro, you need to come on, start your party early, start at 2 or 3, so you be straight by 9 or 10, you know what I'm saying? Um, not saying that that time is legit, just, you know, whatever flows your boat in your relationship. But make sure that anger, you find out what's going on behind the anger and how to express that anger in a healthy manner. You're going to be mad. It's okay to be mad, but learn to express that anger in a healthy manner, Period. And as I get through, man, just, <clears throat> man, this is, this, this is a new year. Um, we're going to tackle some, some serious and good stuff, but, but, but for support, man, I think men are likely to be more likely to respond to a goal oriented and task interventions. I kind of do and don't, cause I think some men don't like the, to be vulnerable. I'm gonna just be straight up. So that's why I wrote that on there. It's about support. Like support, yeah, man, we out there. But at the same time, I've seen men just as messy as women. So find you a group or a person or persons, fellas, that will hold you accountable and will not sit and let you just act a damn fool. And that's being real. Um 
for the simple fact is that you need somebody to say, we need to figure out a time and a plan where we can go to the gym, you know, playing gym, you know, maybe old school, maybe do some pool, bowling. You need somebody um, that's going to be for you, there for you, rather than pushing your spells. And what I've learned, because if you pushing your, if you pushing to express yourself and pushing that away, 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 you're gonna fall out to some bad habits, drinking, woman fraternizing, all that kind of stuff. So, man, even if you got to, say, man, I, I, I tested a couple of fellas before. I just was like, ah, right, that's my home, but he cool. I told him maybe one or two things. I said, man, you know, I used to drink a lot. Something, something, something old, something, something that nobody really think about. Come back. Maybe two dudes were like, damn, man, you, you good? Like, yeah. Dude told me used to drink. Oh, for real? Psh, I tell that nigga nothing else. <laughs> and and that's just being real. That's just being straight up. You know, sorry for the vulgar for language, but um, but no, just being straight up, real. You, you can't up and trust every single body. You know. I call it um, just the spirit by the spirit, man. You know? Um, Give them a little spoon feel to see how, how things react. Um, just like just like a relationships, you know. Um, with you know with, with your lady or whoever, you know, you gotta make sure that you you doing things the correct way. Um, that you're not just opening yourself up and then they may not have your best interest in heart. So that's how I always have to be mindful. Um, but we have to learn. Lastly, that. Um, Make sure you're comfortable with you know, expressing your emotions rather than um, keeping it bottled in. You know, because trauma's not gonna do anything, but it's like a domino effect. It keeps going and going and going till you get to the last one. It's gonna go boom, and like a snowball effect, it just gets bigger and bigger. Next thing you know, kapow! So, fellas. 22 and 4, man. Let's do better. Let's make sure that we're on point to be the man we need to be. And let's help each other while we're becoming it. All right? This is Cade signing off. Man, day Monday. We out. Peace.